Are you asking me to move out? Is that what's happening here? Well, technically, no, because I, I couldn't ask you to move out if you never moved in. Right, yeah, but I've been staying here for months. Yes, and I love that. I love that. I love spending time with you. In fact, I want to spend more time with you, but I just want some of that time to be apart. Uh, okay, sure, yeah, I'll just, I'll just crash with shows then. Baby, you live at Adam's. Technically, yes, but baby, that's one of the most repulsive places you've ever seen. Trust me, it's a boundaryless hinterland of sexuality and emotion. It's very disturbing. And they're always somehow reheating fish. Always. Like, they order this huge fish dinner months ago, and it just never ends. It's bottomless. It's baffling. It's haunting. I still think you should try there first. I'll try Shosha's first and see how it feels. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the beginning of season six, the beginning of the end of Boys Watching Girls. We are just two boys watching HBO's Girls. We are your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And Vance, we've got, well, at now we've got nine more episodes left. We just uh, finished watching the first episode of season six. This is overall season, I mean, overall episode 53. And it is titled, All I Ever Wanted. Directed by Lena Dunham, written by Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor. The original air date was February 12th, 2017, to an audience of 519,000 people, 0.519 million people. How this episode make you feel? You think it's a good kickoff to the season, Vance? What's what's going on? Initial thoughts here. Maybe feel all tingly inside. <laughs> I know. You know, as I started to do the intro, I was like, this is almost over. Our <laughs> no. journey has almost come to an end. It's been over a year. And it couldn't have more nudity in it to top it all off. <laughs> I know. We come, we come into this one hard. Yeah, like, dude. There's. It's not even like just boob nudity now. Now yeah. it's like there's vagina nudity yeah. and stuff. Well, not vagina, yeah. but you bush. We're seeing as much as we could possibly see without it being x-rayed. Yeah, but uh, oh no, this episode—I don't know. I I was happy to see the girls, or at least some of them, together again. Yeah, that was a that was a bright spot. Um, I don't know about I don't know about the trip and what it's all setting up for necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll dive into it. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, moving parts. There seems to be another time jump ahead. Uh, people have grown. People have forgiven each other. I don't know. There's there's a lot of moving parts here. I don't really know how to tackle this one either. I know how we should do it. Okay. Uh, we should tackle the opening montage. Yes. Then we'll do Ray. Okay. And side tag off of that to Marnie and then dive into Hannah's story. Okay. All right. That works for me. So the opening montage is uh, Hannah has been published in uh, some kind of paper, newspaper, it looks like. Was it the New York Times? I was hoping that you paid attention yeah, to it. I don't know. It looked like a newspaper. It looked like her dad was reading a newspaper. Yeah, everyone's reading a newspaper. Um, but yeah. at the beginning, when she's scrolling on the screen, it's like the New York Times has accepted your 
writing or whatever but i wasn't sure if the printout if if the story was actually in the times or if it was in something else yeah i think it was in the modern love section i think that's what was said later on in the episode but uh mm -hmm. yeah it's a montage of everybody reading hannah's story about uh adam and jessa hooking up my best friend and my ex-boyfriend have gotten together the story that she told at the moth at the end of season five so we're following up on that and apparently that did give her a creative spark and she's back to writing now and she's published and you know her dad's the first person we see reading it and he has a proud look on his face then we see adam reading it and he's looking very like oh this is fucked up yeah he's and biting his nails and he looks yeah, he's nervous he's real yeah. shifty and they ask jessa if she wants to read it and she says no then we see Marnie reading it, and she's like, oh, my God, Hannah's published. This is so exciting. And then we zoom out to see that she's peeing or pooping. Oh, I mean, they showed her. She was just straight up reading it on the toilet with the door open. Like, they, it wasn't a zoom out. It was just like, I don't even know if they zoomed. I guess they zoomed out. It was like a cut, a cut out. out. Yeah, a cut out. But, yeah, like, it was just like she's just on the toilet reading it. I was surprised that Marnie's reaction was joy. Yeah. And right? not, like, like, jealousy or something. Um, yeah. Uh, and to go back a little bit to Adam and Jessa, they're apparently still together. Yeah. Um, After they smash up the apartment. Yeah. So, okay. Good for them. Uh, I guess. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after Marnie, it's Ray, and Ray's reading it, and he's kind of got a little bemused look on his face, and then he's he pulls out his red pen. He's like, oh, there's a typo. Oh, that this is pretty sloppy. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, that's the most Ray thing yeah. ever. Then we go to Shosh, and Shosh is reading, and she just says, oh, well, that's just very unladylike. Yeah, classic Shosh. I feel like yeah. they, they kind of nailed everyone uh, except for, like, Jessa not reading it is on par for me, especially. Um, Marnie's reaction I didn't fully buy, but yeah. Yeah, and then it cuts to Hannah's mom reading it, and she just says, what a fucking asshole fuck and then uh i think that's it that's everybody who has read it right yeah and then we well then it, it's uh hand on an interview right yeah should we tackle that now right uh just because you brought it up yeah yeah <laughs> we so don't need the we don't need to tease that little scene <laughs> <laughs> so then hannah's at a diner it looks like with chelsea peretti and uh she's on a job interview uh for, for a slag yeah, mag? magazine slag called slag mag, mag. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and hannah's kind of like selling herself she's like you know i just really like the aesthetic of this magazine and i feel like I fit in really well because like, I don't really give a fuck, but I also care too much. And Chelsea Pretty is like, look, we don't care. We're pretty much just going to hire you based off of your look alone. I don't yeah. even care about your writing. Like, I know it's good, but like, you just look like a weirdo and we're hiring you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, that's perfect. And her assignment is she needs to go to a surf camp in Montauk and infiltrate all of these like uppity white ladies who are doing this surf camp. Yeah, they wanted her because she's frumpy and dumpy and doesn't look like the type of person that, like, she's not the Upper East, Upper West Side, like, go to Montauk for surf camp type, type person. She doesn't have that look. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, and that sets up all of Hannah's story. Uh, but then we are going to get into 
Ray's story first. Yeah, let's take it from Ray's point of view because I feel like he he leads us through some stuff. Yeah, Ray is taking us through everybody else's story in this episode. Yeah. So we, after the title card, we start off, I think, seeing uh, Ray and Marnie banging. Oh, I want to mention that title card animated this time. Like a whole yeah. new title card with like some animated like look to it. So yeah, they came well, in the season art. I was trying to see if the animation was supposed to represent any of the girls. Yeah, I didn't go back. I feel like if you go back and look at it, maybe it says something. Maybe they're doing yeah. like a little bit of that Ozark. Um, if anyone's seen that, they kind of spell out Ozark with like clues of what's going to be in the episode. Mm. Um, yeah. So we got uh, Ray and Marnie banging. And Ray, it seems like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how long they were banging for, but it seems like he came really, really fast. And Marnie's a little disappointed, possibly. Well, she already said she doesn't come or whatever. So, like, what what is she supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> so she hops off of him and she's like, all right, I got to go do something. And he's like, all right, I'll stay here. I have some leisure reading to do. Some pleasure reading to do. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. You can't stay here. And he's like, uh, Why? And she's like, uh, because I've been talking to my online therapist about our relationship and she thinks that I need space because otherwise I'm just repeating all of my old bad habits. So you need to go. And he's like, well, where am I going to go? I've been staying here for months. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you asking me to move out? And she's like, well, you never moved in. He's like, but I've been staying here for months. I mean, poor Ray, man. Every time he's with one of the girls, he's accidentally living with one of them and then they find out and they're not a fan like that yeah. happened with shoshana when she found out like he was technically homeless and living with her and i was mm -hmm. like oh man like this is happening again <laughs> yeah and the irony is what happens later where he's like oh i want to stay i guess i'll just stay at shoshana's um, yeah which yeah, Marnie because... is not for yeah, he, he throws it out there that he's like, I guess I could stay at Shoshana's. She's like, don't stay at Shoshana's. That's weird. And he's like, why wouldn't I be able to stay there? And the whole time they're having this conversation, by the way, they're calling each other baby at the end of like every sentence. And it was driving me fucking crazy. The, yeah, it, it's played up. It's like, okay, baby. All right. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Whatever you say, baby. Okay, baby. Like it's, <laughs> it, it's one of those things where it seems like that's the death the death nail in the coffin for that uh relationship like yeah it's something so passive aggressively bad about that you know yeah i don't know it's just weird and i hated it but uh oh yeah so then marnie's like well why don't you just stay at your place you know you live with adam you live at adam's place he's like yeah but you don't know how weird it is to live at adam's place it's a sex dungeon and i don't know what's gonna be going on there and adam's a maniac and she's like well, you should stay there. <laughs> it's like it always smells like fish, like they had a fish meal and they're always reheating it or something. Yeah. Um, I also loved that she was like, you live with Adam. And I was under the impression that Ray took over Adam's apartment. That's what I thought. And I wonder when the switch happened where it became. And that apartment, I guess, is one bedroom because Ray was Adam was staying with Ray at one point when he left Mimi Rose mm -hmm. and stuff. But now yeah. it's Adam's apartment again. And I don't know why Ray hasn't just moved out. Yeah, he's a business owner. 
Yeah, like I just don't get it. And I don't know where Marnie's living. Marnie's living that looks like in a studio in some yeah, fucking just another place, shack. right? Yeah. Yeah, because that room that, that they were in didn't have the the wall bars or anything. It didn't look anything like the place that she was with mm -hmm. Desi. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, it was the place she was in last season too because we've seen her in that bathroom before. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Right, get a place, man. Just invest in some property. <laughs> like I know. I mean, at this point in the show, because he was like 33 at the beginning of the show, he's got to be like 37. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just like, and he's doing well. The He has a coffee business. Like, he can at least get a one-bedroom apartment somewhere. He I don't know, man. To. Have you seen how much one-bedrooms are in New York? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he. yeah, he, it would help if he had a roommate or a significant other. But, uh, yeah. You know, he, he's dating Marnie, so that doesn't really help things. <laughs> yeah, very true. So he has to leave, basically, is the gist of this scene. Marnie's kicking him out because she needs her space, which is a, a thing that she asked for from Desi as well, which is a pretty consistent character trait of Marnie. She's like, I need my space. So Ray goes back to Adam's place and opens the door. And Jessa is just sitting on the couch in complete view of Ray and anyone that enters the door, sitting on the couch, fully nude, eating some Faya yogurt. I would say buck ass naked. Yeah. <laughs> like legit. Just fully nude. <laughs> I wrote down on my, uh, on my notes, that's the nightmare couch from the pilot. Like, yeah, that couch is just a horrible, horrible thing. <laughs> that couch needs a like, deep clean. When it's in when it's in that angle facing the doorway, it's just like bad things happen on that couch. Yeah, that like why would you have the couch facing just the front door? Like, there's not a TV or anything. Yeah, it's when Ray had it, it was facing the other way. You know. Yeah. So he walks in and he's like, "Uh, hi, Jessa," and she's like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, um, I texted you guys that I'm going to be staying here uh, because I live here. I was just trying to be courteous and uh, you're naked. And Jess is like, yeah, so don't worry about it. He's like, okay. And then Adam comes out in his uh, tidy whiteies. Tidy blackies. Tidy, tidy blackies. blackies. Trademark girls. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, hey, what's up, Ray? And then he gives him a hug and Ray's just like, Hey, uh, yeah, so I'm going to be staying here for a while. Uh, where's all of my stuff? They took all of Ray's stuff and piled it in a corner and hid it with a uh, bed sheet, it looks like. Yeah. And he's like, why did you put all my shit into a corner? And Adam says, because they needed more space for sex stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know the craziest part of that? Is he was staying there when they broke everything. Yeah. His shit would have been ruined. Because yeah. I realized, like, it's only, it seems like it's just a one-bedroom apartment. Like, there's no second room. Like, he was going to sleep on the couch. And, like, Adam was sleeping on the couch when he stayed there. So, when they were throwing bikes and wrecking the living room, they were just wrecking Ray's shit. Yeah. Because I, I distinctly remember when Ray was living there alone... He had a bunch of records and a record player and yeah. books and everything. 
And I'm pretty sure that when Adam threw the bike at Jessa, it was that same record collection spot where there's like the record player and everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just like, I mean, it's just logistical dude, stuff. If you're watching that episodes week by week, like we are without the season gap break. Yeah. And you're analyzing the show and talking about it. it it's a nitpicky thing, but it's a thing. No, dude, because remember when Ray lived there, he had all of Adam's stuff in one tiny box that said Adam's creepy shit. <laughs> no, that was before and, Adam came back, I think. But, oh, no, I think, you know, you're right. I think Adam was there, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe he had moved out because he was living with Hannah at the time or something. Mm -hmm. But regardless, dude, like they wrecked up Ray's shit. Then they took all of Ray's shit and put it in a corner. And... Then he's like, well, I'm going to be staying here and I sleep on that couch. And Jess is like, well, come on, sit on right down next to me. <laughs> and then like, she's just you like, you get a truck that day. You get a truck that day and just put your shit in storage and you stay at a hostel. Yeah. <laughs> like or something. Yeah. yeah, dude. I mean that because right after that, she's she, she takes the yogurt that she was eating and she goes, I don't want any more yogurt, throws it on the ground, and then just gets up and walks away. And it's just an insane... Like, if Marnie saw what, what Ray just saw, she'd be like, okay, stay at Shosha's. <laughs> and I'll have to say this. Like, I know we're diving deep into this scene. It's just, when it opens with them reading the story about Hannah and their reaction, and they're so, like, troubled by it, and then the next scene is just like a goofy, oh, they're just having a bunch of sex and everything's fine. I'm like, yeah, this is not what I want to see from their relationship from where we left it. Like, yeah, the transition of them fighting because of Hannah to them reading Hannah's story to them being completely fine just doesn't track for me. <laughs> like, I, I, I want a little more meat from that scene than just like Ray can't live there. I, I need a little <laughs> more from their relationship. Like, where's Adam's sister? What's going on with that baby? Like. I'm sure we'll get into it later in the season, maybe, but I just need something to let me know that they're going through therapy too, or, or something that I need something to like status settle that. Yeah. There's a lot of unanswered questions when it, yeah. it uh, is in regards to Adam and Jess's whole story. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. They smashed their entire apartment. His sister's been missing. They've been taking care of a baby. Where's Laird? What's going on? <laughs> Yeah. But this is the end of their cameo in this episode. Like, they're not in it anymore. Nope. That's it. So, yeah. The next time we see Ray, he is at Shoshana. So, I think that he did take your advice and uh, packed up his truck, packed up a car, and just, like, dumped it all at Shoshana's. Yeah. <laughs> and Shoshana's place looks huge. Yeah. What? Did she move? I don't know. Like, how, here's the thing. How would Shoshana have more money than Ray at this point? Right? I, she seems to be living alone. Yeah. She seemed to be working for Ray. And she's on welfare. Yeah. <laughs> this welfare baby. <laughs> she's got it. Yeah. But before that, Marnie has a scene with Hannah where she's talking about, like, I think it's weird that he wants to stay with Shoshana. Uh, they used to date and blah 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 and why would he feel more comfortable there than not at his own place and then Hannah's like well why don't you just move in with him and she's like ew no uh, I don't want to repeat my bad patterns blah 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 
but and then story she's short, like, uh, but she's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want him staying at Toshana's because they used to be in a relationship. And then uh, Hannah's like, well, I live with Elijah, and she's like, that's different because you guys don't even like each other, and plus yeah. he's gay, <laughs> and then you hear Elijah's. <laughs> Say something like, "I'm not. You're gay, or something." Or yeah, he says, "You're gay." You're gay, and she goes, "Are you offended that I think that you're gay?" <laughs> it's like you're gay, <laughs> just, just classic Elijah stuff. Um, but so, also in that scene, Hannah calls Elijah baby. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So it's like, and it's it, it lands with Marnie too when she hears it. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I heard her call Elijah baby, and I was like, please don't let this be a thing. I think like, it, please don't let this be a thing. I think they set it up well for that to happen. Um, but I don't know what they're doing with Marnie and Ray, really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, now Ray's staying with Shoshana. He makes her coffee, and she's like, oh, that's so nice. And he's like, oh, well, it's the least I can do for letting me crash at your place. And then they sit down at a table and they start to kind of bond over some kind of you know local politics stuff and marnie comes in and she's like hey i brought you coffee and shosha's like you know that ray doesn't drink coffee from large corporate conglomerates and she's like oh yeah i guess just more for me then how are you gonna how are you gonna walk in with a starbucks coffee when ray runs a coffee shop like you can get yeah. another local one if they're not near ray's or something but you know ray's not gonna be down for starbucks yeah and i do and love it uh, you go ahead i was gonna say also before this uh shoshana asks ray if she wants him to make him like a avocado toast and he's like hey gluten-free and she's like you know i know that you're gluten-free ray yeah because so i was gonna say like, they're they're like an old married couple yeah uh, they're bonding really yeah, hard yeah i mean they just have a, a shorthand with each other like working together yes. like they get along they've crossed over from relationship to uh to friendship in like a really nice way and mm. i can see how marnie would be nervous that that would loop back into like relationship stuff because mm -hmm. marnie's like i definitely would i did it with charlie yeah. <laughs> um, yeah uh but yeah i i really do like this version of ray and shoshana um yeah they're just bonding over fucking like really obscure local politics yeah, yeah. <laughs> and marnie's standing there looking like I have no idea what the fuck's going on, and I feel insecure about it. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking her enormous Starbucks that says Marn on it. <laughs> I just love they're sitting at that little table in the kitchen. It's so perfect. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Hers says Marn, and Ray's says Ray K. Did it say Ray K or Ray Ray? Oh, Ray Ray. Uh, it might have been Ray Ray. I don't know. I, was, I still haven't updated. I, I bought this SD. You're, am I internet? I'm just going to say internet? this. That's pathetic. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I saved myself seven bucks, Vance. Saving money is not pathetic. But anyway, even if I had, even if I did buy the at HD the, version, Vance, my internet was being real shitty tonight. At the time of this recording, it is 2021. <laughs> you should not be watching this. You should not be watching this in SD. I will just oh, say 2021. that. I will just You're say that and leave it at that. Hey, I'm saving money, Vance. All right. Yeah. And you never you, know when I can't that money. Wait, I can't wait to see what you spend that seven dollars on. <laughs> Probably Taco Bell. <laughs> Sustenance. All right, let's move on. <laughs> so anyway, I think next is uh Marnie 
yeah, Marnie with uh, Desi, right? Um, is that the end of Ray? Yeah, I believe that is the end of Ray. Yeah, yeah. Then I guess we'll just tag on this Marnie scene. Yeah. So Marnie and and Desi are like going over some kind of divorce settlement stuff, going over who gets who, who gets what, and whatever. And uh, they're you know kind of commiserating, being like, "I can't believe this is over." Blah blah blah. Like, what do you want? I want this. Do you really want the guitar pedal? And she's like, "Yeah, it's mine." Bullshit. Yeah, I didn't like and that. I did not like that look on Marnie, but I expected that from Marnie. Yeah. Because we knew about the pedals, but I'm like, come on. That's like petty to take the pedals from yeah. the relationship split. Um, yeah. But then he goes on. I thought she just wanted them for himself because I was like, oh, are they still together in a band? Like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the yeah, next because, part, yeah. Yeah, then Desi does say, like, I need to keep that because we are still a band. We are Marnie and Desi still. And that's when we get the story of how their tour went horribly. It was a shit show, according to Marnie. They couldn't sell merch because Tandis objected to selling merch aside from some kind of uh, herbal oil that she made in a bottle that I don't know. Yeah, it was something. Yeah, it was one of those things where you're just like, okay, um, sure. Uh, and I, I thought Tandis didn't go on tour with them because of her, dad, her dad died. Died, but I don't know how long this tour was. Maybe she joined them in the middle. And when that yeah, came we, up, I was curious about what was Ray's experience on that tour, right? Like, I would have loved to hear him be like, hey, I went on tour with you and I can't even live here. Like, I lived in a bus with you for yeah. two months or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there definitely has to be a time jump because the, Ray barely started going out with her again. And then they went on tour together. Mm hmm. And then at the beginning of the episode, he says that he's been living there for months. So I'm saying that this is another like six month time jump. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So after they talk about how shitty their tour was, Desi starts to get up and leave. And he's like, well, I'm taking all of this stuff anyway. And she's like, Ray or Desi, don't fucking leave with that stuff. I want that stuff. And, uh, they they kind of question whether they are even a band anymore, and yeah, she's and yeah. He, well, Marnie Desi says well something. Desi says Desi says uh, we shouldn't be fighting. We should be using this for the for to, for the music. And then exactly. she's yeah, like, right. I just not I'm not feeling it, and I don't know like if we're still a band or not. And that's when they go into the tour being weird. And I forget if he was leaving with the stuff or he was just leaving. And we have to talk about this. Desi's wearing the rattiest sweater. I've ever seen. I thought he was like a homeless drug addict when they showed him because he got the beard, the full beard, the shaggy hair. And I was like, dude, he looks worse than Charlie. Yeah. And I was just like, who is a like heroin addict? Yeah. And I was like, is this, are we saying like everything went to shit for Desi or what's happening? And it seems like he's just broken up by the, by the divorce, even though the last time we saw him, he was enjoying groupie blowjobs. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the divorce is killing him, he says. Yeah. yeah. But uh, before that happens, he starts to walk away. And she, yeah, you were right. She did say, like, I don't know if I even want to be doing this anymore. Maybe it was just like a phase. And he runs back to her, grabs her head, puts his forehead to her forehead. And he's like, Marnie, I want to let you know that even before I saw you as a woman, I saw you as an artist. You are a musical force. You 
should never quit this dream. And she's like, all right, I am a musical force. And then they kiss. And it seems like it's alluded to that they start hooking up. Because after they kiss, Desi says, this divorce is killing me. And then they he just like gets on top of her and it looks like they're about to hook up. Yeah, I, they definitely had sex. But it was one of those things where like it looked like because because she was doubting if she was even good enough at the music thing. And if it was just something he's like, no, you are good enough because she had doubted herself. That is how their relationship started. Mm-hmm. But where she was like, I don't know if I'm good. He's like, you are good. I like your music. Then they hooked up. Uh, and then he just like he gave her like a compliment. They kiss. And then he has that man, that manic Desi breakdown and he's like gripping her boobs while he's doing it. And like you could see her in pain when that yeah, her face is like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, at that point, great. They're not going to hook up. But then they seem to go right through, go, go through with it anyway. And I'm like, yep. what? it's like, Marty, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, and oh, that and is... there's, there's one more thing in this uh, scene. Uh, yeah. he, uh, Desi is telling her that jealousy will ruin her. Like, don't be jealous. Like, mm. which is like alluding to her being jealous of Shoshana, you know, because of the former relationship. It's one of those like things that he's talking about something else, but you know. Yeah, it yeah. applies to something else that's in yeah. Marnie's life because Marnie was talking about Tandis and be like, well, you didn't yeah. bring your girlfriend. And he's like, she's not my girlfriend. She was my spiritual therapeutic advisor. Yeah, she she's only like, needs my semen in like a, a couple weeks, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so weird. But yeah, I thought that him saying that was going to be like, oh, OK, maybe I should give this this uh, this Shoshana Ray thing a chance. Even mm-hmm. though she would give it a chance and hate it and not work. But I thought that was going to push her for that. But instead, yeah. she just decides to hook up with Desi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a much better option. Yeah. At least if we yeah, saw her like maniac. Having, at least if we saw her have an orgasm with Desi, we could be like, oh, okay, we're going to play that angle of like Ray's not good at sex and Desi's good. At, like, it, we don't even get that. It's just bad decision by Marnie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that wraps up all of the non-Hannah stories in this episode, correct? Am I wrong? That's everything, right? Uh, yep. So now we get to the main course. Hannah Horvath. So after she gets sent on assignment to do this surf camp thing, she has that scene where she's packing things up, where she's talking to Marnie and Elijah that we talked about earlier. She packs all of her swimsuits up, hits the road, Looks like she got an Uber to Montauk or something. Like <laughs> I, I wasn't paying enough attention. Yeah, I don't know. She it's like a private car, mm-hmm. and she's just in the back of it. So that's a long ride, dude. Uh, but anyway, so she gets out, and immediately upon walking into this like surf camp area, there's a fucking white lady being a Karen. Yep. <laughs> being a total Karen to one of the surf camp counselors being like, well, is I forget who the lady's name, but she's like, is Trisha not going to be here? Well, I thought that she was going to be here. And if I don't, if Trisha's not here, I don't want to fucking be here. Call her, call her and l- l- say that I'm here and I want her here. She's like, she's just not going to be here, lady. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. She's like, well, how can I get in touch with her? And, she, and the girl's like, well, you can reach out on Facebook. And the Karen is like, I've already reached out 12 times on Facebook. Fuck this. <laughs> <Yes>. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and which we find out later is probably a hookup scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but then Hannah waddles up and she's like, hey, I'm here for the surf camp. And then surf camp counselor is just like, oh, okay, cool. Sign ups here, blah, blah, blah. Get your swimsuit and meet at me and back in the parking lot. Make sure you wear a lot of sunscreen because you're really pale. <laughs> Which, uh, sure, I guess you just say that to uh, customer service, you know, like <laughs> client so services. Rude. Just <laughs> So rude. <laughs> if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, hey, fuck off. Like, I know I'm pale. Yeah, like it's just implying that that person's never been to the beach without having enough factual details whether or not you know um and maybe that's why she's there maybe she's trying to get a little little tan going how old did you think this surf camp counselor girl was she has uh she's probably 24 really yeah she has like she has the i could be anywhere between 16 and or yeah dude i was looking i was like this girl looks like she's 14 years old (laughs) and i thought that she was going to be the like instructor oh i was like i would never want no yeah i never uh, i I never thought they were actually going to go surfing so (laughs) (laughs) even like even when i was watching this i was like they're never going to actually go surfing yeah, you thought it was some kind of like, <laughs> well, I, I like mean, code it, it was what it was. Something. I just, I just knew we weren't going to be seeing like a fake shot of like Hannah on a surfboard, and you only see the top of her, and she's smiling, and water's being thrown in her face. But then it's they like cut green screen. Then they like cut old Batman. Then they cut <laughs> wide, and it's a stunt person on like a surfboard, like <laughs> doing flips on waves. Like <laughs> that would have been amazing. I would have loved that, but yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Just like the green screen, like, like those old Adam West Batman yeah. surf competition thing. <laughs> that would have been fucking hilarious. Just like sharks and dolphins jumping out of the water behind her. <laughs> just go crazy, man. This is six season. Let's get wild. Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah. So Hannah goes up to her room, unpacks her stuff only to find that her sunscreen has exploded in her uh suitcase and so she's trying to rub the sunscreen off of the the bottle and suitcase and put it on her body to not a very good effect which was so like i get it for the quote-unquote comedy of the scene Mm -hmm. uh but the reaction to seeing that and not immediately trying to clean up the mess was one thing the way she's trying to just rub the clothes with the stuff on it onto her you know, it's starting belly up. And I was thinking, okay, this happens. You get the top layer of clothes off. Like she's packed a lot for this trip. Um, you get the top layer of clothes off and then you go down to one of the thousands of shops that is yes. going to have sunscreen. Yes. And she later goes to a shop. So I'm like, what are you doing? She goes to a shop, doesn't get sunscreen. Yeah. But she's yeah. already she already lathered herself up with her bikini rub yeah she, she lathered fucking wa- her belly like that's she's doing her legs def- she was doing her legs too dude I, you don't start with belly and you legs definitely you don't shoulders start with neck her. yeah i mean she's it's hannah <laughs> yeah yeah that was just so stupid yeah but uh anyway so then she goes down to the parking lot where the 14 year old girl told her to go she's just standing there and a truck pulls up and fucking the surf instructor 
Paul Louis comes out and he is played by Riz Ahmed, who yes. is fucking awesome. What do you know? That him guy from? is Rogue One. Uh, I've never seen. I haven't seen Rogue One. Uh, oh, he's great in Rogue One, dude. Uh, he's in Night of. He's in Nightcrawler. He's in. He's the oh, villain. Oh yeah, he is in Nightcrawler. Yeah, he's the villain and like Nightcrawler's like the first thing I've seen him in. And then well, he's I, the villain in Venom, right? In Venom, yeah, yeah, dude. Venom uh, is trash, but <laughs> hilarious trash. Yeah, Venom's so bad it's good territory. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. <laughs> Venom's and, insane. And Tom Hardy, I mean. I he's like he's got Adam Driver qualities where you can watch him do anything. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Tom Hardy's doing. I don't know what he's doing with that voice and in Venom, but yeah, dude, Riz Ahmed has had a very quietly awesome career. Yeah, I think he's in some other stuff that I don't know. I know a night uh, a night uh the night of on that that HBO or Showtime uh miniseries was really highly touted. Um, uh. Yeah. Well, that's who is playing Paul Louis, the surf instructor. Hannah and him have a cute little banter before anything happens where she's like, oh, really uh, bold of you to make people call you by two names. And he's like, well, it's one name. It's like hyphenated or whatever. She's like, oh, well, I'm here for the surf camp. He's like, cool, I'm the instructor. And then he's like, well, go grab a wetsuit and uh, put it on and we'll get you going. So she goes and finds a wetsuit and puts it on. And unfortunately, it is not her wetsuit. All of the other surfer ladies come back and they're like, what the fuck? Where, the one lady's like, where's my wetsuit? Hannah comes in. She's like, I had to grease myself up to fit into this thing. <laughs> and the lady's like, yeah, because that's mine. And she's like, oh, She's like, yeah, I wrote my name on the inside in big letters. She goes, oh, I thought that that was just the name of the brand. I'm sorry. I got to say, that's a little bit on Paul Louis. Because he said you can grab any of them. They're all clean. Yeah. Like, yeah. He it looked like they were like, here's the wetsuits for people. Not yeah. like, oh, pick your own. Yeah. So then Paul Louis is like, oh, well, you got to take it off because uh, that's hers. She's like, okay. He's like, well, take it off. You take it off. We'll get you another one. It's right over there. And she's like, you want me to take it off right here? And she and he's like, yeah, sure. So she starts taking it off, and of course, of course, she's naked underneath of it. The lady whose wetsuit it actually is looks horrified. <laughs> Paul Louis looks horrified. He's like, what are you doing? Fucking what? No. She's she's like, you told me to take it off right here. He's like, well, you're supposed to have a fucking bikini on underneath of it. And she's like, oh, I didn't know. And my thing about that is twofold. One, if someone told you to take off something that you put on, you don't have to do it immediately right there. You can say, I'm not wearing anything under here. I wouldn't yeah. take it off. It's not like, well, you told me to take it off. So I took it off. And then yeah. also, this is like, this scene comes off the back of the Jessa getting off the couch fully nude scene. So it's just like mm -hmm. we got Jessa fully nude and then we get Lena Dunham basically just flashing us because the way she pulls yeah. down the top. And you're just like, all right. At yeah, a point, like, like you get so numb to the nudity at, <laughs> at a point, like at the end when they're in bed, I was just like, oh, yeah, she's topless. Like, I'm not even like you just yeah. forget about it, you know? Well, at like what point 
was she like take it off right here i i know that i'm fully nude underneath here like why would she think that's appropriate yeah why would she think that's appropriate yeah i don't know what a fucking disgusting piece of shit human being that character is like what a piece of shit i will say hannah's character in this is really it's that mean girl snarky syndrome of uh like in 30 Rock, there's an episode, and I might have brought this up before, where uh, Liz Lemon goes back to her high school reunion, and she thinks that, like, everyone picked on her. But then they are like, no, you picked on us all the time. Like, because she just hates all these, like, people. Then she mm-hmm. hates the beat. So anytime anyone says something, she's going to get all snarky about it. Yeah. To the point where, like, she's being the mean one. Like, yeah, granted, the, exactly. Karen, the Karen that we have in the beginning, she is a problem, too. But Hannah's a whole different problem. You know? Yes. Yeah. She's just being indignant. Yeah. Like a petulant child. Yeah. I don't know how to do this thing. Like, especially in the next scene that we're going to talk about with the yeah the surf lesson. So, I mean, we yeah. might as well get over yeah. there. They start the uh, surf lesson and they're on the beach. Rizamet is like telling them like what these proper steps are for once you're out on the water, what you need to be doing and where you need to be and where your body needs to be. And it's like, yeah, all right, you got to lay on there, lay on the board. Act like you're paddling and swimming, and then you have to put your hands on the board, and then you need to pop up as fast as possible to standing, and then you be in your surf stance. And so, you know, he and his assistant are, like, flirting with all the women that are there, and they're all, you know, mid-40s to mid-50s plastic surgery-out ladies that are, they're you know, your, They're your real housewives. Yeah, trophy wives, real housewives types of women. And they're flirting with them. They're like, hey, yeah, looking good. Oh, tits out, ladies, blah, blah, blah. And Hannah's having none of it. Mm -hmm. Hannah looks like she's never seen water. Like, And that was a big part of the the 14-year-old girl at the beginning. She's like, you you know how to swim, right? Because that's a big part of it. And if you don't, it's a liability issue. And Hannah's (laughs) like, look, I know how to fucking swim. And it's very evident that she does not know how to float. She does not. <laughs> like, I, she's been in a pool. I know she knows yes. how to float. But man, does she not know how to move her arms? <laughs> yeah. On a surfboard? No. <laughs> she has no idea. He's like, well, like, he's trying to teach her. And, like, the surfing, they have to, like, you have to uh, feign your movements before you go in just to see how you can do it. And they really teach you how to, like, hop up on the board. Have you ever been? Yeah. Have you ever been surfing? No, I haven't because I think that I would the hardest part for me would be that transfer from laying on the board oh, to yeah. popping up. That I'm is, not very flexible, man. Like I would fucking really have a hard time with that. I don't think as much as flexibility. I mean, there's flexibility, but it's kind of like doing burpees, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what it would be like. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't been surfing. My wife, uh, when we were in Hawaii, she did a surf lesson. So I like watch from afar and saw that. And I'm like, yeah, that surfing is a full workout like yeah. paddling all the way out hopping up just for like that like five seconds of riding a wave if you actually catch it it's yeah. it it's a lot like that's why surfers are fit like did your wife catch any waves or did she eat it or anything no she rode one um that's and, pretty awesome and they like rode her all the way back into the <laughs> into the to the beach you know not i don't think that's what was supposed to happen but two people did that. So then you have to start all the way out and paddle all the way out again yeah. against the tide. Like that just drained all the energy, you know, like 
you can't imagine like hannah swimming like no. two lengths of the pool with the board like it's a lot i went paddle boarding one time and i was horrible at that no i was so. horrible at that i think it's because i'm so tall my center of gravity is so high that i could do it when i was on my knees on the paddle board but as soon as i started to stand the board would just start shaking and then i'd immediately fall in yeah balance uh, is key man you gotta start doing your yoga you gotta start doing your yoga yeah i do i'm good at skateboarding though like i have the balance of that really well and i think that that might transfer a little bit to surfing but it's no. that whole popping up thing it's a long board too like a long board versus short board is a different thing to yeah. balance yeah that's true so anyway uh Rizamed is sorry i should call him by his fucking name paul louis is going down the line he's like all right show me show me you popping up to a lady and she's like she does it and he's like all right great goes to another one she does it right great gets to hannah rule of threes comedy uh <laughs> she uh tries to do it and <laughs> she's trying to look like she knows how to swim and paul louis is like no you gotta move your arms differently yeah. and she's like okay fine so then <laughs> he's like all right you gotta stop paddling now and you gotta do the pop-up you gotta do the pop-up grab the rails pop up so hannah pops up falls over immediately starts complaining that she broke her front arm instead of her forearm <laughs> she's injured her front arm and he's like what are you what arm she's like this one and she's holding out her arm and just being yeah. so petulant child like i don't want to do it like yeah, yeah. Med looks at her arm he's like well it doesn't look like there's any scrapes or anything it looks like it's fine she's like well it's an internal uh injury so you wouldn't be able to see it and he's like well i've fallen on concrete before like that <laughs> and i was fine and she's like, oh, so you know my body more than I know my body type of thing. Yeah. It's just like, just, just Hannah, just say you don't want to do it. I mean, she's done this before in something else where she faked an injury in some episode and like started making up like medical terms for what yeah. happened to her. Um, yeah. But yeah, then he sends her to the, he's like, has the other guy take her to the nurse's office or whatever. Yeah. He sends, he makes Teo take her to nurse, uh, the nurse lady. And the nurse lady is not buying her story at all. Yeah. The nurse lady knows that, you, like, you're full of shit. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with your arm. And then Hannah's like, well, what if I had sea lice in my navel? Sand Those are very contagious. Yeah. Yeah. Sand lice. Yeah, sand lice. And the nurse is like, dude, what are you fucking doing? Like, <laughs> and then Hannah's just like, what can I say? that can get me out of actually doing the surfing can you diagnose me with something that will make me not have to surf yeah my favorite is like <laughs> favorite part is the nurse the nurse is like who's making you surf and she's like my job and she's like you're a professional surfer yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah right. like, no i gotta write about it um which i still didn't buy i didn't think that the 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 writing assignment was to go there surf and write about surfing i thought it was about writing about the people and the experience because that's the reason you go to that the surfing yeah, that's what for I like thought. two hours the rest of it is just being away and hanging out yeah. with these people like that's yeah, why you go I thought skiing it was, i thought it was like to infiltrate the real housewives of montauk yeah 
Yeah, but, I didn't think it was like, oh, tell us what surfing's like. No one wants to yeah. read that. <laughs> <laughs> First That's time so surfer it. tells you what surfing's like. Like that no. was so indignant. Nobody yeah. wants to read that. <laughs> well, that's what that that's what the nurse said too. Or at one point about something. What did she say? Is it just about Well, Hannah Hannah said like wouldn't it be funny or wouldn't it be a better story if I came out and it turned out that I hated it and I just stayed in my room and chilled out wouldn't that be a good angle and the nurse is like no. Yeah. <laughs> but like if you go on a ski resort like hanging out in the cabin after skiing and like drinking uh, like hot chocolate and booze and stuff. That's mm-hmm. that's the only reason I would go on a ski trip. Like I haven't skied, but like that would be my fun part of it. Not the yeah, dude. Skiing's I've never been, but it seems miserable. Yeah, I'm not a. I mean, I get the thrill of going down, and it's a lot of work too. I mean, it's not a physical thing. I have friends that do it, but it's not. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So after this, Hannah is playing hooky on surf camp and she's just kind of chilling, bumming around the hotel. She's in the pool. She does a thing where she sits on her balcony and uh, she talks about this earlier on in the episode where she shows her vagina to the sun because Cheyenne Woodley was supposed to do that and it's supposed to give her a glow. So she's like, I'm going to try that. So we get a nice uh, bush shot of Hannah too. Yeah, her sunning her vagina. And I thought it was really funny when she tells... Everything that she was telling to Chelsea Peretti in the beginning seemed like she was going to lose the job. Yeah. It was like, wow, you got published once. Everyone loves this. And you are just blowing this. And yeah, like she would have if it was just about her personality and the writing, because they were like, oh, we don't care about your writing that much. We just liked your look and we want to send you for this specific thing. Like yeah. it, it kind of like a little bit. It kind of undercut the success of Hannah just a little bit. Because mm-hmm. we're like, oh, wow, she's writing. And like, like she had a better writing. Well, not a better writing job, but she was writing for Esquire, right? Or whatever. Um, GQ or something. GQ, yeah. yeah, GQ. And that was a job where she had a place to go and like she was writing. And it was still ad stuff and not, you know, fun. But like, this isn't that much. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know. There's the same thing. They sent her to Patty Lapone's place to do an interview yeah. and like a branded content. Like what's different about like, we want you to investigate this surf school. Like that's not yeah. hard hitting. Like no. she's not, she's not publishing a book of poetry or anything. Yeah. It's not creative. I mean, yeah, she can put her own twist on it, but it's still a work for a work for hire job. You know, no one's yeah. like saying, Oh, you pitched us this idea. We want to write it. Yeah. So just kind of undercut her like success a little bit when they're like, no, we don't care about your writing. We just want your look. So, yeah. Yeah. So after she's done bumming around the hotel and swimming in the pool and talking to little kids and shit, she goes to the the hotel bar and she's sipping on a blue drink that gives her a blue tongue and blue teeth. And Paul Louis comes over to give her a pep talk about maybe like you know maybe uh you should try and enjoying this <laughs> yeah. well he, well first he comes over well i wanted to bring up this thing just because this image is like seared into my brain her like eating that burger or sandwich crotched over like oh Gollum. yes like, yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> what was that she was just on the beach in a squat position like she's a yeah. catcher in baseball. Yeah. Eating with like t- a burger or with something. With a towel over her shoulder and she's got two hands on the burger and her. She's all hunched yeah. over like 
you she looks like a squirrel protecting her nut. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? I thought it was about to get dark. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. It would just, I don't I know. I can't that believe image, I forgot that. That image, I just thought about it. It's like, it's so, I mean, it's perfect and funny, but it's so weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, in this scene, he comes over and he's like, oh, you never came back out. Uh, I heard about the your your like flea issue or whatever. Or yeah, your, I heard about your front bugs. arm injury yeah. and your sea fleas. Yeah, <laughs> and like Hannah just being the worst. Like I don't know how you got my medical records. You know, just like yeah. oh. like everything she's doing up to this point would not make me think that he would talk to her. I have to say that I love Riz Ahmed's performance in this and the mm-hmm. character of Paul yep. Louis yep. because every time that she tries to be a petulant child, he like no sells it. Yeah. And it's so funny because she's like, how did you get my private medical records? And he's just like, oh, me and Nurse Teeny are pretty close. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got like that stoner like beach bum vibe and he's kind of got the best job ever. Like, yeah, when he takes off, like jumping ahead, when he just takes off for the day and like, oh, I'll just have tail handle the other ones. I'll take you out. I'm like, is that something you could do? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and then he's also banging all of the students too, yeah. <laughs> and like other instructors and stuff, which Hannah asks about. She's like, are you guys able to hook up with each other? And like, does things get weird? And he's like, no, not really. <laughs> yeah. He's like, do you guys hook up with students and instructors like yeah we all do and sometimes we do it all together (laughs) it's just like it's not a big deal (laughs) like yeah and she just came out and asked and i'm like oh is she being an investigative journalist or is she just trying to get hooked up like yeah i don't know yeah i just love how chill he is about everything and about just being like yeah it's how it is you know like whatever (laughs) it's not a big deal (laughs) um so yeah after after he gives her some info about that and they start to kind of chit chat and build rapport, then we see them like partying at night at some club or something and Hannah's dancing. And then out of nowhere, she just like has a big like carafe of, I think, uh, what, what does he call it? Red puckers. Mm. She just spills it all over herself. It is, and we've seen this before, and I don't know if this is a Lena Dunham thing or a Hannah thing, like, her spilling drinks all over herself. Like, it happens at the uh, the last time the there, beach like, house. the beach house, and then it happens when she's in Iowa at the party, and she keeps mm-hmm. pouring beer on herself and drinks and spilling when she's dancing in the middle of the floor. And this one is not, like, he's grinding, she's grinding with, uh, with uh, Paul Louis. And like he's he's into it, you know, and they're mm-hmm. dancing. And then she just starts spilling this drink, this red drink over her white over uh, coverall. And it's just yeah. like all over the place. And it's just and it happens like three times. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, can you stop doing that? This is a dance floor. It's slippery. It's sticky. And you look like <laughs> you look like one of those kids that drink too much Kool-Aid and just is like all messed <laughs> up. Like I was just like, what is happening? Like she looks like a vampire that just feasted. Yeah, like she just got red all over, and it's like she didn't even make an attempt to get it in her mouth. It's yeah. like she just put it right on her chest, and it wasn't like, oh wow, that's an attractive look. Like for if you're him, you're not like, oh, that's the one. Like yeah, that's she, sexy. Everybody there, especially the age brackets and the type of people that are there, I don't know. 
Yeah, it was I disgusting, mean, man. It goes even further when she's humping the ground uh, and yeah. just ass out, pulls, like humping the yeah, floor. Yeah, pulls up her fucking dress and she's got big ass cheetah print panties yeah. on <laughs> and she's humping the floor and just like, what a disgusting And mess. at one point we see, uh, it reminded me of the Japan episode where we see Yoshi and Shoshana's dancing and like he drifts back away from the dance floor or something. It kind of had mm. that, or uh, yeah, like he drifted back because Paul Louis, he's standing back watching her do this, like just being asked, asked out on the dance floor. And he has this look on his face like, am I really into this? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it seemed like he just went too far. Yeah. 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 He's like, oh, man, I was just going to show her around. And, I was, yeah. I thought yeah, maybe. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get to a scene of Paul Louis rapping and it's fucking he's he's got some lyrical miracle shit going on there, man. He's I, I can tell bars. I can tell what he was saying at all. It was a lot of syllables. He yeah. jammed a lot of syllables into like a small amount of amount of uh beats. You could probably and, hear it you could probably hear it a little better than me because like you couldn't see the image in S D. Yeah, so you so yeah. that must heighten <laughs> <laughs> the audio yeah. quality yeah, it's like daredevil like all of my sentence <laughs> sentences have heightened yeah. <laughs> and honestly this is where at this part in the episode this is where it started to freeze so there were times where like it gave me a little bit more time to write and i could read the closed captions a little more oh yeah you're like got closed captions on too <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're watching this in a weird 3d painting <laughs> <laughs> yeah Look, dude, the Kickstarter, nobody Venomoed me for the fucking HD version. So thanks a lot, listeners. Oh, my God. Did you start a GoFundMe? Because I... <laughs> no, I gave I gave out my Venmo. It's just Joe-Welke, and nobody fucking could have given me the $25. So now I'm stuck watching this H, uh, SD version. No. No. I thought our listeners were loyal. That's all I'm going to say. No, I I applaud you, listeners. Do not pay Joe <laughs> money so that he... <laughs> at Joe Dash Welke no, on Venmo. No, give me that twenty five so I can get this HD and we can really get this podcast kicking. Maybe. You know, send him like five cents and just leave a a, a bad message for him. Yeah, isn't that isn't that how Venmo <laughs> look, works? Look, if if five of you sent me five dollars, that'd be enough. No, just send send him a penny and leave a message. This is my this is our pitch for fucking not even having a Patreon or anything. Because Venmo, you can't just send messages to people. You have to at least have a monetary. You have to have right? a. You have to have a monetary thing and then a memo for what's it for. Yeah, so you can't it, just give five dollars. Yeah, you don't have to have a memo. You don't have to have a message. No, you do. Yeah, you do have to. All right, so yeah. leave Joe a negative message and <laughs> and five cents. <laughs> Hey, I'll take your five the, cents. The more, the meaner you are, the more money you can leave. And look, the more money, more money, the meaner you can be. We got a lot of listeners. If those five cents add up to twenty five dollars, I mean, that'd be impressive, and I, I would get the HD version. And he, he'll accept some euros too. Yeah. So yeah, this is when my feed started freezing like pretty bad, and it was like I was watching it on a potato. But he was spitting bars, man. He was doing real well. And you know how game. much you know how much Hannah loves rapping. Oh, yeah, she loves rap so much so that she was like, wow, this is amazing. Points at him 
and screams in the middle of the dance floor, I'm going to fuck him. Yeah, after taking some girl's beer and drinking it. and Yeah. <laughs> what a, well, like, I know that Lena Dunham is like, you shouldn't be like body shaming or whatever. This isn't about body shaming. She is a pig on this show. Like, just in terms of how gross and disgusting her actions are, like just spilling stuff all over herself, stealing people's beers, fucking just being a petulant child at the surf place. Mm-hmm. She is just such a fucking pig, dude. Like, and then this like humping the ground on the it's disgusting on the ground where she just spilled a bunch of stuff. <laughs> like that's disgusting. This episode is extra long, too. Um, yeah. Which I'll say is like about 10, 12 minutes longer than a normal episode. And I feel like they had some stuff they could have cut from this uh, this trip, from her storyline. Yeah. That I mean, I didn't... Her dancing is a fun party thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's fun. I like the dancing that she heard with Jenny Slate in uh, that one episode. Like, once they yeah, got yeah, high yeah. and they started dancing. I was like, oh, that's like a fun little moment of like... Right after they had like some really deep talking, they just mm-hmm. let loose and got high and had fun partying with each other. And I was like, oh, that's a perfect time for that. This one was like, oh, this is going to be the foreplay for them hooking up. But it's not good foreplay for the yeah, scene that terrible. we're going to. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, after she declares that she's going to fuck him, uh, you know, it, it's just got to happen. Mm-hmm. Any male character that comes into contact with Hannah has just got to fuck her, you know? Yeah. Gotta. Tails pissed he didn't get out of that truck first. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Paul Louis and Hannah are back at their uh, abode or his abode where he has a bunk bed. And they're doing the classic girls talking throughout the entire hookup. <laughs> Fucking they're making out and Hannah has to take time to say hey you're really good at rapping and he's like yeah sure i you know it takes practice and then they're hooking up and she's not accustomed to the sexual positions that he is accustomed to and he's putting her in all these places where it requires a lot of intense flexibility and hannah's like i can't move my body in that way and then they just have normal regular sex and she's like this is much better yeah, I, I mean, I, it's kind of funny just because like he's been with all the yoga instructor surfer people that he's trying. Yeah, but I mean, she's been with Adam. That's true. So I feel like he's put her in a pretzel knot multiple times. It's yeah. She says something like, "Yeah, this, I'm not a Cirque du Soleil girl," and he's yeah. like, "Oh, those girls are fun." <laughs> <laughs> like I remember when I wrote a note down, I was like, "This is a Joe special right here, dude." The talking. So annoying. And this is a scene that could be cut down. Like, it's yeah. funny for like one part, but it feels like it goes on too long for yeah. it not to have a. Like, at one point, I was like, are they just going to stop hooking up altogether? But they just go to missionary and like they continue. Um, yeah. But yeah. So then they wake up the next morning and Hannah rolls over on the bunk bed and just barfs a bunch of red stuff and Riz Ahmed's just like oh yeah those red puckle puckers they'll get you <laughs> she's like i drank More... so many of them i thought they were they were they, they tasted like slushies and he's like yeah. you shouldn't drink that many slushies either yeah like, yeah 
more piggish behavior though just barfs right onto the ground and he is chill as fuck about it yeah like, he's like oh they they normally barf like that like this is that a place that is that like not their room is that like the room that they stay in when he's at that camp because i feel like he travels right yeah i have no idea because they also hooked up on the bottom bunk and they woke up on the top bunk uh, I think the top bunk is his bed. Um, the bottom one must be Teo's because he's like, oh, I'm going to turn the light out. So Teo knows it's not open game for this. And yeah. she's like, well, you know, whatever happens, happens. Like she's yeah. down for the orgy, the threesome. Like she doesn't care at this point, um, yeah. which is interesting the way we end it. <laughs> yeah. We're starting that way. And yeah. Yeah. So she climbs off off him. She's like, I want to go to the bathroom. I should probably get back to my hotel room. And he's like, all right, right on. She goes down there and he goes, hey, you know, you got a lot of pubes. <laughs> you got a lot of pubic hair. And then Hannah's like, uh, takes offense to it. And she's like, "Um, what the fuck does that supposed to mean? And he's like, no, I'm just saying I've seen a lot of bushes and yours is like its own thing going on. And she's like, well, this is just how God fucking intended it. You piece of shit be to protect our vaginas. And Rizumet's just like. Yeah, right on. I think it's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was just like, why is she getting so mad? It wasn't like she hooked up with like Fran. He's like, what the hell is going on? It was this guy was like, oh, you have a lot of hair. Like, that's all he said. Yeah. He didn't like have any malice behind it. No judgment behind it. And then she just yeah. got so offended. Like, and it was just like, why? He's he's yeah, she went zero to 60 real quick. Yeah. And it's one of those. Yeah. For him just noticing, like, a fact of being like, yeah. you have a lot of pubic hair. Yeah. Uh, and for, it's just like, that happens. And it's just like, why is that scene there? Because nothing changes except for her having a moment to, like, lady-splain <laughs> ladies yeah. uh, pubic hair to him. I don't, I don't know. Like, it didn't lead to anything. Like, if that scene never happened, or that little segment, I don't like whatever yeah. i thought he was fine with it i mean and we've seen her bush a bunch like so oh, we're yeah. not we're not shocked that she has hair down there yeah i mean that's what i was saying earlier too about him just being like no selling her bullshit yeah, yeah. of her just being like i'm gonna fucking lady explain to you like why i have bush and he's like no i think it's dope like yeah. i don't, I don't yeah. care i've seen a bunch of bushes like yours is different mm -hmm. it's cool <laughs> it's like yeah. fucking right on man yeah uh so then she's like i'm just gonna go to my hotel i actually hate the beach i'm i'm just gonna go to my hotel i'm gonna write and cry and he's like why do you hate the beach beach is awesome she's like yeah well i'm a city person and i hate the beach he's like well you know what i'm gonna take the rest of the day off teo's gonna handle the other ladies i'm gonna show you around and i'm gonna make you love the beach and then, so there's a montage of him showing her around and her loving the beach and then them making out on the beach and the waves are crashing around them so and then it gets gross <laughs> yeah because they're like licking ears and eyelids yeah. and uh yeah yeah it strays from the norm yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah but and they then... seem to be enjoying their time together yeah. yeah and then so they're sitting on the beach at the end of it and and uh, Hannah's kind of like, wow. I, uh... Oh, wait, no, no, no. They actually go back to the uh, 
the hotel room mm -hmm. and they're watching like cartoons or something she's that, eating cheetos I, I feel like they're watching oh they're watching hanging with mr, mr. Cooper. cooper yeah i wrote down uh she's like oh mr cooper he does something and i was like oh my god i haven't thought about that show in a minute um, I know that show was on all the fucking time when I was a kid. He had uh, the act, the actor who's playing him as a stand-up comedian, and he had a stand-up when I was younger that just killed me. Like, I mean, it was it was like the funniest stand-up I had seen. I don't know if it holds up at all. Probably not. It probably not. <laughs> but uh, no, Hanging with Mr. Cooper was one of those like after-school type shows, or maybe it was a night. It was in that vein of like Martin and all those shows. Um, yeah, I feel like it was maybe like uh, like a TGIF type thing. Yeah, like. But Mr. Cooper is uh, Mark Curry. Mark Curry, yeah. Did you know that Raven Simone was in this show? Uh, I, I no. I, I mean, I was, I've seen it, but I can't remember it. I mean, when, when was the year? Like, since you got it up, what was the year for that show? Uh, it ran from 1992 to 1997, five seasons. What? How are they watching it now? Are they just watching repeats of it? Because I don't think maybe that it was... was on like Nick at Night or something. I mean, it was middle of the day, wasn't when they were? Or I don't know what time it was when they were hanging out. Maybe we should do hanging with Mr. Cooper next after Boys Watching Girls. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, it, it was on TGIF. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was it after anyway. Step by Step? <laughs> um actually it is a the show originally aired on tuesdays in primetime after its sister series full house oh what wait what sister series yeah it was also created by jeff franklin and set in san francisco okay so there you gotcha. go yeah yep that's enough about Mr. Cooper, though. That's what they were watching, eating Cheetos, and then they go back to the beach, and Hannah's like, you know, I never thought I'd say this, but this is absolutely breathtaking. And she seems smitten with the beach and mm -hmm. Paul Louis, and then Paul Louis just jams some fucking personal exposition into this, uh, where he's like, you know, you know, I grew up in Detroit, and I had a rough childhood. My parents were always yelling, and they always turned the TV up really loud, and I just wanted to get away from it all. And now I found the beach and it's awesome. And I travel all over the world. And Hannah's like, you know, I'm from Michigan too. I'm from East Lansing. And my parents also never really paid much attention to me. So I just read books and stuff. And he's like, right on, right on. Okay. <laughs> oh, it was like that moment where I was like, oh, is this why we have the title? Because he's like, is this what you always wanted to do? And he's like, I just wanted to get away from my dad, you know, like. Yeah, he said he just never wanted to be like his father. Yeah. And we're like, okay, we're never going to see this character again, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was my thought. I was like, it only matters how it affects Hannah, because we're going to see Hannah, but we're never seeing him again. And yeah, granted, he might pull up in the finale, and she's like, that's the him. I don't know. But, <laughs> but I just, I'm, I'm predicting we don't see him again. Um, that's my yeah. prediction. But the point of this was like, he wants to be around stuff that he loves and he loves love and love creates a vibe. And Hannah's like, that's so different than my friends in New York. They hate everything and they define themselves off of everything they hate, which is something that I find a lot in life. You know, I know a lot of people that are like that. I think that I'm kind of like that. I think that, 
you you sometimes are probably like that yeah. as well vance i'm probably less so than you um but yeah definitely like people like to watch like some people root for things to be bad you know because then you can make fun of them and you don't have to get like invested in it you know yeah um and trolling and stuff yeah yeah and he brings up it's easier to love than to hate which it is as soon as he said that i disagreed it's so much easier to hate things well i think it's safer to hate things because if you hate things you can't get hurt but if you love stuff it can hurt you you know okay oh okay like when we were watching the super bowl together and Maroon 5 was the halftime show, and I was talking about how much I love Maroon 5, and then you bullied me, Vance? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you This is why it. I hate everything, Vance. You bullied me. <laughs> yeah, if you would have just hated it like everybody else, then you couldn't get hurt. But because you loved it. <laughs> Maroon 5 slaps, dude. <laughs> Uh, okay i mean i just don't really listen to him i got nothing against adam levine i've seen him more in movies uh, and tv than he does have pretty bad tattoos i'll give him that if he was but in anyway. girls you see all of his tattoos i know well, wasn't <laughs> yeah. he in american horror story yeah for a minute he gets killed think, yeah really quickly i think right yeah anyway that's adam levine talk everybody uh <laughs> So yeah, then. Uh, Wait, so when I brought up things that you love, you went back to like the Super Bowl. Yeah, I went back to Maroon <laughs> Five and trashing me for like a Maroon that's Five. That's the only piece thing you can think of that you love. No, that's the most. That's the most salient it's, example. It's not that even I could bring up that affects both of us. Okay, all right. I love lots of things, Vance. All right. Number one, doing this podcast, and no one can make fun of me that because we're the number seven tv review podcast in india so fuck off <laughs> and i'm kind of indifferent about this podcast <laughs> you piece of garbage <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway so yeah riz Ahmed gives a speech about how it's easier to love blah 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 uh then the next scene we see them is them waking up and hannah's naked and riz Ahmed just got his hand on her boob uh face down and She's she's like, you know what? You're right, Paul Louis. I've been spending so much time in my life hating things and being around people that hate everything. I need to rid myself of those bad vibes. I think I'm going to stay here and learn how to vibe more positively. And he's like, right on, right on, right on. That's awesome. And she's like, would that be cool? And he's like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Plus, my girlfriend Ashlyn comes back next week and you can meet her too and it'll be awesome. And has like, ur, ur? <laughs> I was, wait, what? <laughs> I was wondering how this was going to go south the whole time. Yeah. I was like, how is this going to go bad? Because he, yeah. she's been trying to make it bad. Like she's been throwing random wrenches into this whole thing the whole time. Right. And I was like, mm-hmm. how is they? how are they going to twist this? Where Because it's not going to be a happy, happy ending. You know, um, I knew this was coming so as soon as he was like yeah we all hook up with each other mm-hmm. i was like yeah, she he can't handle that which is something she asked like it wasn't yeah. like he just told her that like she asked about that um and that's yeah. why it was weird when this affected her because they almost like could have had a threesome to begin their relationship and it he's like yeah i didn't think you want anything serious but because he was talking and like she was asking him if, he, if he's buddhist which was my favorite part where he's like he could have been offended by that, by her asking him if he was Buddhist. And instead he was like, I don't think so. 
It was yeah. like, so yeah, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Take a swig of beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I get I get she caught feelings because this guy has like he's vibing in a good way, you know, so I can yeah. see that. But you cannot move to a place and stay there from that vacation high. People, this is a life lesson. Do not go on a two day trip somewhere. Enjoy the place a lot and then go, Ooh, I need to live there because mm-hmm. you're on the vacation high. Yep. Yeah. It's not going to be like that. You're not going to be staying at the all-inclusive resort all the time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I know there are those cases of people loving a place, moving there, enjoying it, getting away. But just just make sure you've passed the vacation high stage and like you're seeing it for what it is. Yeah. yeah. So after she finds out that he has a girlfriend, she's kind of like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, she's going to come back. I'd love for you to meet her and... Hannah's like, so like you have a girlfriend and he's like, yeah, she's in the Bahamas now doing something. I forget what she, she does. Uh, maybe she's like a scuba instructor or surf instructor or something. Yeah. She's working at the place that he wanted to work at because he mentions wanting to work at one of the yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. brands. Poseidon. Of, yeah. Poseidon or one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. So when she's away, we have an open relationship. And, uh, but then when we're back together, uh you know then we're it's just us and it's awesome and we're going to mount kilimanjaro and and hannah's like oh i'm fucking glad i didn't meet you at mount kilimanjaro because then you wouldn't have fucked me or and he's like what's the deal i do love you're right like his reactions everything are just so matter of fact chill like he would have been like yeah he was like yeah yeah i couldn't have hooked up with you if we were in mount kilimanjaro like he's just like (laughs) it's just like yep He's just telling it like it is, man. Yeah, and then she's like, okay, I guess that's cool. And she turns away, and she's, like, crying and upset. And he's like, hey, what's wrong? Is everything all right? I'm sorry. Are you upset? And she's like, no, why would I be upset? I'm not upset. He's like, well, it seems like you're mad. She's like, no, why would I be mad? It's just you have a girlfriend. He's like, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings or anything. Like, But that's just how it is. I'm sorry. And then she, like, eventually turns back over, and he's like, "Why are we wasting our time with this like bad vibes? Let's mm-hmm. have fun." And he starts tickling her, and she's like, "Please don't tickle me." And he's like, "Ah, oh, come on, let's have fun." And he keeps tickling her, and then she's like, "No, seriously, don't fucking tickle me." Yeah. And and his quote was, "Why get mad at fun?" And she's like, "Yeah, why get mad at fun?" And I was like, "Yeah, like, once he says that, it, it's an initial hit, but then you got to be like, you know what?" I got paid to go on this trip to write this story and then hang out with this guy and learn a life lesson and bang on a beach. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's better than the worst outcome that could have happened. Hey, Vance, don't be sad that it's over. Be happy that it happened. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We just gonna, this is, this this whole podcast is just like an, one of those affirmations. Cliche, yeah, cliche those, life lessons. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my favorite, one of my favorite memes, it says like that quote, don't be sad that it's over, be happy that it happened. And then it's a picture of like a bunch of people like smiling. And then it's like the caption is like people at the funeral. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh. So anyway. That cat can't hang in there forever on that poster. (laughs) I know, right? 
so after the scene, we get to a campfire hangout where Teo is playing uh, uh, She's So High by, I think it's James Blunt. But he's, you know, got the mm-hmm. acoustic guitar going and Hannah smooches Paul Louis and she looks happy. But then she also kind of looks sad that it's going to be over and there's a lot of conflicting emotions going on for her. I wrote in and my notes. That, I wrote in my notes all the emotions. Yeah, because it's it's a lot going on there. Yeah, she's got a lot of a lot of things going on on her face. Can can we and uh, can we touch touch on this like little campfire thing that's happening? He's got he's got like a backup to his acoustic guitar because there's another guy playing (laughs) across from him, which I've never seen that type of setup. Like, well, I've seen it, but like the guy that was supposed to be backing him up didn't look like he was contributing anything to it. Like, that's a one guitar song. Yeah, and it's like, how is he playing a, another one like across from him? Like, how are they even on? Yeah, it just didn't make any sense to me. Like, it was just like, all right, let's throw another guitarist in for yeah. some reason. And then Teo looks at the fourteen-year-old swim instructor <laughs> who yeah. is like kissing another guy, and then he looks like. He's pissed off that that's happening. He's jealous. He's like, oh, it's yeah. fucked up. And he just keeps playing. Well, it has that jealousy theme throughout the episode. Because then uh, earlier when uh, when uh, Paul Louis sees uh, Hannah at the bar, he waves over to the nurse who's sitting with Teo and the, the swim instructor. And he's like, oh, that's my girl. And then yeah. she's like, oh, did he just touch me or something? Like. There's some something there with them. Yeah. That There's some kind of weird orgy type thing going triangle, on. Triangle weird. Everyone's getting jealous of each other, even though they say they don't. And that's kind yeah. of a little under theme of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that is the episode. That's what kicks off this final season of Girls. Yeah. Any? Uh, I do. I do have one thought. I wanted to right. mention this. Uh, Desi calls Marnie kid. The way Adam yes. calls Hannah kid. And yeah. I wrote that down because I was like, this is interesting. This is <laughs> like, if you're in that writer's room, if you've known this show, this isn't, this can't be an accident. Yeah. Like, it can't I was be expecting an Marnie to have a bigger reaction to that too. I was expecting her to be like, I'm not a fucking kid. Oh, just like by the word, like just by the word, not because she knows that that's what Adam used to call Hannah. Yeah, yeah maybe, yeah. maybe both. But like everyone's be everyone turns into Adam. Like, I just I've never heard anyone call another adult kid. It's it's kind of an old timey thing. I feel like like maybe an older person would call a younger person, but not they, they're still adults. But like you'd be like, "Good job, kid! You yeah. really nailed that newspaper article." Like the newsy type. I feel like it's like one of those like nineteen thirties type sayings. I feel like it fit Adam's personality more too because he seemed like just this weirdo mm-hmm. kind of thing. When Desi called it, it felt forced. And when De- uh, Marnie and Ray kept saying baby at each other. Well, I think the babies were set up. The babies were set up so that you could hear Hannah call Elijah baby because they've never yeah. called each other baby. So that was a setup there. And I think Desi calling her kid was to say like Marnie's now in her Adam relationship. Like mm. Marnie's now in her relationship where she can't let go of Desi, even though she knows he's trouble. You know what I mean? Mm, mm-hmm. I think that's that's me diving in, and I think that's what they're alluding to. So, but that we'll could see. Be. Yeah, that could be something. Yeah. 
yeah, overall, I thought this was a pretty uh, pretty interesting episode. I just don't understand a lot of Hannah's actions, like just being a child and a gross fucking pig. I. It seems like if her writing, if she was trying to get back into writing, like the, the opening montage makes it seem like she's a successful writer. And then we find out in the next scene, like she's still just, I mean, a successful writer is a tricky thing that's like, you know, what is that exactly? You know what I mean? But yeah. um, like, what, how do you define success? You know, she's in print, like that's good. But then it's just like, she could have gone on this surf retreat without having to be a writer like that just seemed like it wasn't a part of it necessarily it was a yeah, catalyst but see like her writing we didn't see her writing anything and we don't know what the story is gonna be or what it's about yeah i thought point. we were gonna find out what her angle was gonna be and maybe we'll find that out next episode when she meets in slags like we love that angle that you took on being happy wherever you go or whatever but yeah um I think or they, they're gonna the complete opposite. They're like, you're supposed to go and hate everything, and now you're you're all positive vibes. We'd hate it. You're fired. Yeah, I think Slag Mags wants some snark. Yeah, you know, like, it's like old school Vice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the episode. Uh, I thought it was a uh, all right. You know, it was good. I'm looking forward to. It's eventful, but uneventful too. Just like we don't get anywhere. Like, because if Hannah's not going to see this guy again, it's like we don't really have any forward momentum on our story necessarily. Now, Vance, the next episode is titled Hostage Situation. <laughs> Do you think Hannah's still going to be at, at Montauk? Um, no. No, I don't think okay. she's still going to be at Montauk. And I'm going to give a little two episode teaser right now. Oh, two episode teaser. The when we started this podcast, I said that I had only seen one episode uh, of Girls, and we're coming up on that episode soon. Okay, and even having seen that episode, I don't know. Um, I don't know what. Uh, I, I don't know what the next episode will be. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Okay, so you yeah. saw that episode out of all the context of the show. Yes. And you still don't know how this story could lead to that episode? Yep. <laughs> well, and people that have seen this know that uh, they'll know the episode and know that why I don't know why it leads up to it. But I can't wait to talk to you about it. And uh, let's try not to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I called fucking Hannah a fucking pig all episode. I do want to make it known that it is not body shaming related it's just that she is just gross and like spilling stuff and rolling around in it like a literal pig and shit like yeah. that's just gross <laughs> yes gross behavior barfing all over the place <laughs> fucking disgusting dude yeah they do not try to uh make their characters look glamorous and no. uh that's why people like girls yeah i guess so all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for sticking around for this is a pretty long episode, but we had more to talk about because the episode in general was longer. But uh, yeah, stick around for next week where we talk about hostage situation. See ya. Congratulations, now you know that I think you're gay. You're a gay. <laughs> <laughs>